Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim and Shlomo ben Edward, whose yardzeit is the Shabbos. May their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafua Shalema of Shaul ben Brita, Sasson ben Sal ben Batya, Chana bas Esther, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Tovabasha. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the bris of David Yecheskel. May he and his family be blessed with much health, happiness, success, and nachas. This week's Parsha is Kisavai, the intent of intention. Our Parsha continues Moshe's final address to the Jewish people and he begins by teaching them the laws only applicable once they settle in the land of Israel. The first commandment is Bikurim, the mitzvah, the commandment of bringing the first fruit of each year's harvest to the temple to the Beis Hamikdash. This mitzvah only applies to the seven fruits and produce that Israel is known for. Wheat, barley, dates, figs, grapes, pomegranates, and olives. He continues with the mitzvah of Miser tithing, giving a percentage of one's produce to the Kohanim, to the Levium, and to the people in need. There is also a Miser that a person must give which can only be eaten while in Jerusalem, while in Yerushalayim. There is a small prayer that is said when giving this Miser to thank God for the opportunity to share His blessings with the world. It concludes with the very famous Pasuk, Hashkifa Mema'in Kachacham Nashamayim Uvaraches Amcha Es Yisrael. Look down from your holy dwelling place from the heavens and bless your people Israel. And the ground which you have given us and you swore to our forefathers a land flowing with milk and honey. Moshid that reminds the Jewish people of the blessings that they will receive for following God's commandments or the opposite, heaven forbid. He continues with detailed instructions on how to proclaim these blessings and curses on Mount Grizim and Mount Evil as they enter the land of Israel. Moshe points out that we were selected by God to be His nation and therefore it is incumbent upon us to act like God's chosen people. However, a question comes to mind. In the prayer that is recited when bringing the Miser to the Beis Mikdash, we say a very famous saying, I did not eat any of it while I was in mourning and nor did I eat any of it while I was impure. But what is the reason that we need to assert that we did not make any of the above mistakes? Why do we need to proclaim our innocence on such mistakes? Rashi Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the foremost commentary on the Torah, explains that one of the Maesars is eaten by everyone as long as they are in Jerusalem. Hence, some might think that this Maeser is not as holy as the others and eat it while impure. Or if someone loses a loved one, they are not allowed to do any mitzvot until they are buried. Because this law obligates a person to focus on taking care of their funeral before prayers, helping the poor, or eating Maeser, sacred food. And therefore, Moshe commanded that each person must declare that they understand the sanctity of the food despite eating it themselves. However, the Ibn Ezra, the famous Spanish rabbi, Rabbi Avra Meir Ibn Ezra, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that when Moshe commanded that we must announce, I did not eat any of it while in mourning or while I was impure, he's referring to the mourning of having to give away the produce that they worked so strenuously on, that they might have impure thoughts on how giving away the fruits of their hard labor is not fair. The Ibn Ezra explains that in the temple, in the Bismigdash, a Koyen can undermine a Korban, a sacrifice, by not having the correct thoughts and Kavana 
when offering the carbon the sacrifice. Comparably, a farmer giving or eating the miser, eating his tithing, can ruin its sacredness by not realizing and thinking who gave him this food. If a farmer regrets bringing his produce to the temple, to the Bismagdash, he undercuts the value of his miser, of his good deed. And the Rambam Rav Moshe ben Maimon, in his book Mishnah Torah, includes intention, kavana, as one of the five essential parts of prayer. He writes that if a person is distracted, they must first gain their composure before praying. If they are tired from traveling, they should not pray until they have rested. Because intention is both freedom from inappropriate thoughts as well as realizing that we are standing before the Divine Presence, before God. The Rambam explains that intention is not only to make sure that the mitzvot are done correctly, but also to elevate yourself and your surroundings to a higher level of God's revelation. To lift the world back up to its original state of complete revelation of God along with the ultimate redemption, the Geula Amitis it should happen today. This powerful lesson is ever more important as we begin Slichas this Saturday night, this Matzah Shabbos. We say a unique and special prayer at midnight to begin and beg God for mercy as we approach the new year Rosh Hashanah. It is well known that God cares about the sincerity of our prayers more than its quantity. For it is our intent and openness and honesty with God that carries our prayers to His heavenly throne. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that the intention behind our actions matter. Whether we are praying to God, giving charity, or even smiling at another person, the intent makes all the difference. Because when our intention is pure, even the smallest of good deeds goes a very long way. There is an amazing quote that I once read. A deed done without devotion, for all its effect on the lives of others, leaves the life of the doer unaffected. The true goal of man is to be what he does. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.